it was a song that everybody knew and we had and everybody loved and so we had so much fun singing along to that song and you know everybody was singing at the top of their lungs they were singing harmony and so after that every time i hear that song number one i think of that artist and i think oh have i played that artist lately i need to pull out that guy's cd number two it just it sticks in my mind that memory i'll always remember that concert Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, what is up? This is Brie Noble, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that I've been doing a lot of Facebook Lives lately, and I've been repurposing them for this podcast, so none of you miss out if you don't see it on Facebook Live. I've actually started a new Facebook Live show that will be weekly called Indie Interactive. So if you want to come hang out with me and be live on the show, I may even mention you on the podcast then, you can come to our WOS radio page on Facebook. So facebook.com slash WOS radio at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific every week on Wednesday, and we'll be doing Indie Interactive. So for today's episode, it is taken from our first episode of Indie Interactive, and we're talking about using house concerts to create super fans. And I feel like this content went over really well with my live audience, and I know you're going to love it. And because so many artists are always asking me, where do I find bookings for house concerts? How do I meet up with hosts that are interested in having musicians for house concerts? I decided to create this resource for you called House Concerts Online Booking Resource Guide. And so I'll be talking about that a little bit later, but if you want to go ahead and grab that right now before you forget, you can just do that at fem musician.com slash book house concerts. That's femmusician.com. F is in female, E is an entrepreneur, musician.com slash book house concerts. And if you go to femmusician.com slash 083 for the show notes for this episode, you will see a button right there to go grab it as well. So now let's get on to the show today. It's all about creating super fans with house concerts. I w- I'm going to be talking today about house concerts and how house concerts can create super fans for you like almost no other strategy. I mean, it's, to me, it is just so amazing what house concerts can do. So I'd love to hear from you guys if you have done house concerts before and put that in the comments, like just put like, yes, house concerts or just put house concerts. I'd love to see if you guys have had that experience because it's an amazing experience between you and your fans. So I'm seeing that um, Shelby also does Facebook Live. That's great. Um, But she'd like to do something, yeah, on a more regular, totally. Um, Let's see. Yes, okay, so wow, Shelby, she's awesome. She's done house concerts as well. And uh, Lindsay has not done house concerts, but I know that she has access to my course, so she can totally start learning how to do that. 
Um, so yeah, post in here uh, as I'm going along. If you've done house concerts, I love to know kind of how our audience is made up. Um, and then as I'm going through these strategies, any of the, you that have done house concerts, I'd love to hear how you've used these. So first of all, how do you create super fans with house concerts? There's so many ways, and I'm going to cover three specific areas that house concerts really help you create super fans. So number one is use, using your host. So house concerts are really, really driven by the host because the host has opened their home. They are offering this to their friends. And, you know, let me just say that when you get a host for house concerts, make sure that they're willing to, you know, go out to their own friends and invite them personally, because that is going to be the way that you get people into the show. Most hosts don't want to invite random strangers to their house. So what's cool about house concerts is it opens up this whole new audience to you because it's the specific friends of that house concerts host. It's kind of the same idea as, you know, those house party Tupperware parties or, you know, 31 bags parties or Arbonne parties, you know, I've certainly been to my share of those. It's kind of the same idea as that, where you as the host are expected to invite all of your friends and instead of trying to sell them something like you do at, you know, one of those parties, you're offering them this free, amazing gift of this concert. And the way that this really creates super fans is that your host is kind of giving you this foot in the door. They're saying, you know, I love this artist and I want to share them with you. And so it automatically opens up these new potential fans to you. And that is, you know, part of the biggest part of the battle, I think, is, you know, if you're playing at a venue or a bar, it's hard to even just get that, like turning them into like a totally cold person that doesn't know who you are, doesn't care about your music to like, hmm, yeah, I'm interested in, I might be interested in learning more about them. I kind of like that song. Like here, you already have that because the host is saying these people are good or I wouldn't be inviting them to my house and I certainly wouldn't be inviting you over to spend two hours of your or life, you know, hanging out with us and listening to them. So that is already an, a serious inroad to them becoming a super fan because they're going to come in open and ready to hear what you have to say and what you have to perform for them. So before I get to the next one, let me just check in and see who, oh, hey, Beth, great to see you. Great to see, oh, great to see Deborah. Great to see, um, so let me know. Uh, let's see. Oh, you're at the doctor. Well, I'm impressed that you're on here. I understand you might have to come and go. I know I was at the doctor yesterday a long time. Hey, Ingrid. So I know Ingrid is working on house concerts and putting together some tours for that. Um, any of you, let's see, house concerts. Yes, cool. Very interesting. So let me know again if any of you guys have done house concerts. So the next way that you really can cultivate super fans in a, at a house concert is from the stage. So, and you know, a house concert stage might be someone's living room. You might just be like a few feet from these people, which is really one way that helps you cultivate super fans because having that intimate experience with them, really, really interacting with them on a personal level already you know, gives you that, that inroad, makes you really exciting to them, makes you extremely memorable. And so that's one major thing is that 
they are so up close and personal with you, but also they're totally focused on you. So like I said before, when you're at a bar, you're at a, a venue, you're at a festival, you know, there's all kinds of other things going on, distractions, people talking, you know, food, drink, whatever, um, you know, cavorting, all that stuff. That is not happening at a house concert. People are sitting, they came to enjoy you, and they are focused on you. And so because of that, they're taking in everything that you're doing at a house concert. And that is really, really, really going to get them excited about the music that you have to offer. And, you know, they're just going to, they're going to remember the lyrics. They're going to remember the tunes because they're focused. So the next thing, and I want to ask you guys if this is something that you do. So you can really incorporate covers at a house concert. And the way you can do this is you can provide a, like a, a, a list for people to choose from. Since they're so up close and personal, you know, at one point during the show, you can say, you know, I, I want to do a cover song for you guys that you guys really like, but I want you guys to choose. So I want, you know, whichever song on this list that I have gets the biggest, you know, raucous round of applause is the one that I'm going to do. And this, so therefore you're getting this interaction with them. And then you know that you're doing a cover that they are going to know and enjoy. So I would love to know if you guys have kind of a list of covers, go-to covers that you can offer to an audience. I mean, obviously you don't want to open it up to anybody suggesting any song because that could be a huge amount of songs and you're not necessarily going to know them all. But if you've got a list of maybe 10 covers that they could choose from and you were totally ready and prepped to do those, then it's fun to let them choose. It really allows them to feel like they have some, you know, control and, and interaction in the show. So, um, do any of you guys do that? Do any of you guys, um, and I need to know how to pronounce your name. Is it LaHaye? I I've seen it around in the group and I'm like, shoot, I don't want to mispronounce her name. I really like it. LaHaye, but I'm guessing the G is silent. Um, so does anybody have a list of covers that they use? when they're you know performing anywhere even if it's like at an open mic or something is there a list of covers that you use that you can kind of pull out of your arsenal um, if not i totally suggest that you create this because it's not just useful for house concerts it can be useful for other things as well um, but th but that's a big one so um, i know that um, and i don't think she's here but but carlene one of my academy members she really specializes in songs from the 60s and she's got a huge list of songs by like Joan Baez, Joni Mitchell, you know, all these songs that the people in her audience would really love and she opens that up for to take requests and she like when she's if she's performing even at like a restaurant or a coffee shop, she passes that around and lets people choose. So, oh, let's see. Oh, cool. You do have covers. Um so Shelby has covers I, I want better ones. Um, have you ever like put that out to your audience to choose? I'd love to, to hear if you do that. So another thing that's kind of on the same line, but it's super fun. So if you do covers and they're covers that people know, and I'm not suggesting like you become a cover band. Like it's, it's, I used to throw in one or two covers when I would perform. But if it's covers that people know, and especially if you know your audience and the kind of people that are there, like I said, my student that has, you know, does 60s music. I mean, maybe your audience, you know, loves like old folk tunes or 
Um, you know, maybe I know, you know, sometimes there are like a, you know, a Christian audience and they, you know, might do a worship song that everybody would know, you know, something that would be universal that people would know, or, you know, your, your audience grew up in the eighties. And so, you know, if you did a really popular 80, you know, don't worry, be happy or something that everybody would know. It is super fun to do it kind of a sing-along experience. And in a house concert that works so well. Um, so I had this experience when I was in Nashville one time, an artist that I liked was performing at a local coffee shop. And, and so we were at a conference and a bunch of us went over there and were hanging out and listening to his concert and right in the middle of the concert, he said, we're going to do it. You know, we're going to do this song. You guys might know it, you know, so if you know it, sing along. And it was a song that everybody knew and we had, and everybody loved. And so we had so much fun singing along to that song. And, you know, everybody was singing at the top of their lungs. They were singing harmony. And so after that, every time I hear that song, number one, I think of that artist and I think, oh, have I played that artist lately? I need to pull out that guy's CD. Number two, it just, it sticks in my mind, that memory. I'll always remember that concert. And it always will link that song to that artist. And it will always make me, you know, think about that artist and wonder what he's doing now and want to go check into that. Um, and so I recommend that you come up with a sing along, not only because it's fun for everybody, but it's a great break. You know, you don't want to just stand up there performing in there, just sitting there. It's great to have these interactive moments, you know, which actually works really well with my theme, Indie Interactive here. So I want us to be interactive here while we're on the show. And while you are with your audience, you need to be interactive. So another thing that you can do is tell stories. Now, I love to tell stories when I perform. It's one of my favorite things to do. In fact, I had a program that was actually more like half stories and half songs because my stories, you know, people love them and they resonated with them and they went very well with the songs. So I'd love to know from you guys if you tell stories when you perform. And obviously it totally depends on the venue. You have to have a venue where it makes sense to tell stories. If you're too far away from the audience, it's hard to tell stories because you don't have that give and take. You can't tell if they're really understanding what you're saying. If you tell a little joke in your story and no one laughs and you're like, Oh man, this is falling flat. But if you're really close to them, like in a house concert, you can get that give and take interaction and know that your story is really resonating and that they're understanding it. So let me know in the comment box here if you, ah, Carlene is here. I was just talking about you. <laughs> awesome. Um, let's see. Oh, you, you did a, what did you say? You did a beach concert last night. Oh. That's so fun. I love that. Everybody sang along. So do you guys use stories? I'm sorry. I keep saying Shelby. Sorry, Shelly. I don't know why I must have Shelby on the brain. I have a friend named Shelby. Um, <clears throat> I'll answer to anything. Okay. Well, I promise to call you Shelly next time. Um, do you guys do stories when you perform? Do you have um, a concert situation when you're doing smaller venues where you tell stories either about the songs that you wrote or about your life that relate to the songs. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see what it takes. It always takes a minute for comments to come in, but let me know if you guys use stories. And I want, if you don't, I want you to think about creative ways that you can use stories. I made 
so much of my career off of telling stories that related to my songs. And not only, you know, does it make the concert different and more interesting, but it all, and it breaks it up, but it also helps them really get to know me. It ties me to them and it ties the songs to the story and it all becomes this, you know, big, awesome cycle of them getting to know, like, and trust you. And that really always leads to them buying your music. So, or giving you a donation or whatever the call to action is in the, in the certain situations. So let me know in the chat if you use stories and I'll just take a second check and see, agree. I mean, I have a, a few um, artists I work with um, that really use stories and they work so well for them. Storytelling awesome. So Deborah totally agrees with storytelling. Um, Ingrid does. Oh, I can definitely imagine you telling a lot of great stories. I'm sure I know Carlene does because she has a whole program about stories um, when she was at Woodstock. And let's see, who else do we have here? Um, yep, yeah, awesome. Um, let's see if I can say your name. Tarsia? Tarsia. I love that. That's really pretty. Hopefully I said that right. Um, yeah, I'm going to squint and make sure that I read it correctly so I don't call people the wrong name. But I'm sure I won't always do it correctly, so please forgive me. Um, so that is some of the ways we can do it from on the stage. So when you're off stage at house concerts, this opens up an even bigger way to create super fans. So if you set your house concert up right, you will have time beforehand to get to know your fans before you even perform to them. And that can give you a huge advantage. So you want to kind of set up like a cocktail hour, you know, have little finger foods or whatever, and have the ability for people to just get casual, feel comfortable, start talking to them, you know, have your host introduce you to their friends. So you have, you know, an inroad to start talking to them. And what's cool about that is not on number one, you get to know them and they get to know more about you, but you can take things that you learn during this time and weave them into your concert and that will really create super fans because if you you know take notes in your mind or even in a secret place on your hand or whatever you know to be able to weave some of these things in like so maybe you met somebody that grew up in new york city and then you had a story about when you were performing in new york city and somehow it related to them or you could relate it to them somehow or um, you know, if you had somebody who, you know, did some really cool thing and somehow you had also done that cool thing. And so you could call them out and you could tell a story about when you did that, you know, maybe you skydived or something and you could, you could say something about that. And I was like, yeah, I was just talking to, you know, John over there and he said that he skydived too. So what's cool about that is it makes them feel special, makes them feel honored in front of a group of people. And then it also makes you know everybody feel more human and comfortable with each other and it really you know brings out you know you as a facilitator and a communicator of the group and it makes them again want to like you and trust you even more so that's one thing that you can do but make sure that you really take advantage of that time before the concert because that is when you can really you know get to know them and make them feel 
you know, I used to think that when, I, you know, or on the early days that I needed to have this mystique around myself as a performer and like, oh no, you don't talk to the people that you're going to perform for because you're the performer and they're the audience. And it was so stupid and lame. Like, why did I think that, you know? And, you know, that was just kind of me in my 20s thing, you know, in the old days when I thought I wanted fame and fortune and I would be on these big stages and, you know, and they would be the peons that came and paid to see me. I mean, that's all ridiculous, right? We want to identify with our audience. We want them to love us. And in order for them to love us, we need to love them back. So treat them like people, treat them like people that have experiences and, um, and you want to get to know. So that's my soapbox on that one because I know that I have done this and put this wall up between myself and my audience and house concerts breaks that wall down whether you like it or not. So that's one reason to do it. If you have that feeling like, you know, I've, I've, I'm shy, I don't want to get to know my audience, like do a house concert. You know, get your host to be your facilitator and be your wingman or whatever and help you out if you're a little bit of an introvert. And I promise it will be so fun. It will be so fun getting to know the people. So the other way that you can get to know them and really and cultivate a relationship with them is afterward. So afterward, you're going to move to your merch area, which is going to be separate from the concert area, and they're going to wander over there and they're going to want to talk to you. And if you can have your host or somebody else actually handling your merch, the best way is for you to be able to talk to them because I can guarantee you that many of them are going to want to talk to you. They're probably going to want to talk to you about your stories. Um, they're going to want to talk to you about a song that really touched them. Um, and if you're busy with your merch, you won't get to talk to them and you won't get to take that time to really um, solidify that relationship. And again, like move them down that path to becoming a super fan. If they get to talk to you, afterward after they've experienced this amazing experience of your concert then you know it's even better than talking to you before because now they feel like wow i'm talking to someone that's really talented and i feel privileged to be in the room with this person let alone even get to talk to them so make sure that you set it up and if you're by yourself i understand how that can happen but if you're if your host is willing, like teach them how to do your merch table so you can talk to people. If not, you know, then do your best, but really try to talk to each person when you're at the merch table. So the other way that you can do it after concerts is you can have a way for people to move forward with you in doing their own house concert. So what you would do for that is you would have a flyer or business cards or something. I prefer flyers because uh, it's not as easy to lose on a table, on your merch table and just tell people during the concert and afterward, you know, if you love this experience and you'd like to have it for yourself and give it, you know, as a gift to your friends, then, you know, I'm booking house concerts and here's, you know, here's a flyer that you can take home and, you know, it gives all the information you know, maybe some really cool quotes about people that have gone to your house concerts and, um, you know, ways for them to get in touch with you. Talks a little bit, just a short little blurb about, you know, what your house concert is like. Obviously, they know that because they were there, but it's good to remind them. And then all of your contact information, you know, any way that they can get in touch with you, website, email, phone, um, you know, social media, anything you can put there, put it there to make sure that they know how to get in touch with you when they're ready. Uh, and then the final thing, and make sure that you do this, 
is a way to stay in contact with them by getting their email address. So a cool thing you can do with house concerts is you can put a guest book out there and make it look pretty and, you know, have people sign right when they come in and, you know, that will get them to put their email address. Now, a lot of them might not do it then because they haven't heard you. So they might not be as likely to put their email address down at the beginning, but some people will. But afterward, make sure that you have a way on your table to get email addresses. You can even do fun things like run contests during the house concert um, since you've got this captive, captive audience. And just make sure that you mention it a lot and that people know that you know, they can get you know, a free song or whatever you want to offer um, as a freemium to get them onto your email list. But just make sure that you do your best to get as many of those people on your list as possible because you've built this relationship with them. You've worked hard before the concert, during and after to build this relationship with them. And you're going to want to continue that and continue that building of your super fans through email. So make sure that you have that available and it's really, really easy to, for them to do. So the last thing I want to do for you guys is I want to offer you a really cool um, free resource that is new that I just created for you like literally this morning. So it, it's a resource that I have inside my house concerts course, but um, I pulled it out for you guys and it's called the um, house concerts online booking resource guide. So it will help you learn where you can book house concerts in your area and connect with people that already like to host house concerts. Of course, you can always go out to your own email list if you have one or your social media contacts. But if you don't have that yet, you know, using some of these sites could be really helpful for you. And if you already do, it never hurts to expand into these sites. Many of the students of my course use a lot of these sites to help expand their horizons and new markets that maybe they're not in right now or they don't have fans in. So if you want to get that resource, it is, I created a cool URL for you. It is called um, femmusician.com slash book house concerts. So that's F as in female, E as an entrepreneur, musician.com slash book house concerts. So I'm going to type that in here. And when I'm done, I'm going to, um, I'm going to put it in the top section. Femmu, oh, I can't, I can't spell. Femmusician.com slash book house concerts. So just go and, um, Put your info in there and it will send you right to the PDF of this resource and you can start using it right away. So Femme Musician, F is in female, E is an entrepreneur, musician.com slash house concerts. And since this is the first episode of any indie interactive, it's kind of hard to say, I just want to remind you guys, I'm going to be doing this every week on Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and we're gonna be covering a different topic each week. We're gonna be giving you lots of cool freebies, and we're gonna be having monthly themes, and this month's theme is super fans. So next week, we're gonna be talking about another way that you can build, um, you know, know, like, and trust with your audience and cultivate them into super fans. So now that we have talked about house concerts and how you can use them to really cultivate super fans. I'd love to hear from you guys with like a thumbs up or a yes or a happy face or whatever in the chat here, who's going to start looking into doing house concerts. And if you're already doing them, who's going to ramp that up so you can build your, your list of super fans. 
So just throw that in the um, in the uh, chat here. I guess I keep calling it the chat, but it's really the comments on Facebook. Fantastic. Thank you, Carol. Um, Shelly, I have to read what you wrote here. You wrote a bunch of stuff. Um, thank you so much for being so interactive, you guys. I really appreciate it. When I asked my free group, like, what should I call this? And we had a bunch of different names. You know, we had like Shoot the Breeze with Brie, which was really cute, but it didn't say anything about music. Um, and this it doesn't say anything about music, but, you know, being that it's in under Women of Substance Radio and then it's indie interactive, I just wanted to make sure people knew it was an interactive show. I want to know what you guys say. I care about what's going on with you guys, and I just want to help you. This is all part of my my mission this year to help as many indie female artists as possible to really build not just grow their career but build a sustainable career and i truly believe that house concerts is one major way to do that and obviously building super fans is what it's all about because you're creating this asset of super fans who will then support you in so many ways in the future so that's why i chose super fans as our first theme um, so let me know any of you guys doing house ready to start doing house concerts let's see um, so Shelly was already doing them awesome you want to ramp them up um, Sophia let's see I want to do house concerts great Carlene have you done house concerts I don't know um, and let's see um, Deborah great I'm so glad you enjoyed the information Carlene, oh, you're just starting. Carlene does a lot of cool different kinds of shows, but yeah, I think house concerts are great, great for you. Um, let's see, Avelia, need to find people with big, <laughs> with big enough houses. Yeah, another thing you can do is you can, if you have a friend that wants to have one but they don't have a big house, they may have a friend that has a big house that would be willing to provide the house if everybody else provided you know brought the people and brought the stuff I know Ingrid is working on house concerts um, let's see LaHaye this is my way to amp up okay great um, Tozy let's see yes okay yeah and you can always if you missed some of this you can always rewatch it on our page it will post right when we're done and I will probably I'll also post this out um, as a video and a house concert for, I mean, house concert and a, a podcast for later. So um, thank you guys so much for showing up and being so interactive. Again, to get the free resource, it is at femmusician.com slash book house concerts. F is in female, E is an entrepreneur, musician.com slash book house concerts and i will see you guys next week wednesday noon eastern 9 a.m pacific for more indie interactive with brie noble now go out and make great music connect with your fans and grow your business female entrepreneur musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com with editing by brie noble and music by stella ronson 